0: You are listening to an Owl Ministries podcast. What could bring friends and family together better on the holidays than sharing a slap across the face? I don't think there's anything, Brandon. Well, today we're going to be discussing the slap bet in the slaps giving arc episodes of How I Met Your Mother, uh, one of our favorite sitcoms, in honor of my favorite holiday, Thanksgiving. So with that, this is Systematic Geekology. We are the priest to the geeks. I couldn't possibly be happier or more thankful to be here on the show with all you listeners and with one of the OG hosts, um,
1: former host, your favorite guest, the one and only Brandon Knight joins me. Welcome, Brandon. Not the, fir- not the first time we've done a Thanksgiving special together oh, on no. one of our other favorite shows. Yeah, I think we did Bob's Burgers last year. We did. Oh, it wasn't you last year. It was the year before. It was, it was two years ago. Yeah, it was during the wow. that OG period. Yeah, man. Because Bob's Burgers lot, also. Has, I remember <laughs> Bob's Burgers also has a lot of really good Thanksgiving. Kill the turkey. As well. The whole world's thinking, thank you for linking me. But again <laughs> oh
0: man, I love Boss Burgers and I love how you met your mother. I can't wait to do this. Um, I didn't say who I am. I'm Joshua Noel. If y'all haven't figured it out, I'm Joshua, Joshua with the wrong opinions. I have many names. Um, and real quick, what I've been geeking out on, man, I've been geeking out on a lot. Um, ah, you know what? One that's gonna make Brandon happy. I've been on a Godzilla Hmm. kick the last couple of days, Um, watching some old movies, reading some Godzilla comic books. Here There Be Dragons is one I've been following. And recently they started up the Justice League versus Kong versus Godzilla, or however it's phrased. I know those three are fighting each (laughs) other. And that's really all that I needed to know. That's the title. Things are fighting each other. Superman and Godzilla's involved. Okay. Yeah. And Big Monkey. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Yeah. So I'm going to go with that. I've been geeking out on uh, some Godzilla content, getting ready for Godzilla minus one.
1: I think I'm actually going to drive down to TJ to see it. Uh, I'm excited for that. Nice. I got to see if any of the theaters around me is showing it. I'm sure they are. Also, you can't forget uh, Apple TV Plus just dropped the first couple episodes of Monarch, which is a uh, spinoff to the current uh, legendary film series. series. So I haven't started it yet. If it simply would
0: have been on anything other than Peacock or Apple Plus, I would have seen it by now. Just those two oh, for so some, like some the reason. One of the two far. It's like I just can't can't do that. I think it's because I like Interesting. It, it's almost like uh like RPG and I've had all of my streaming slots filled. So I gotta drop something else so I'm gonna add one. I just I like my main streaming tools too much. <laughs>
1: I I totally feel that T-Mobile. We're on T-Mobile, <laughs> and they consistently give yeah. us free Apple TV Plus. Ooh,
0: well, that's. Like, I don't know
1: if we've actually have paid for Apple TV Plus. Nice, nice. So, is that what you've been geeking out on, then, Monarch? Or well, actually, actually, <laughs> I haven't started it yet. I've been trying to finish up some Ooh. shows because not only uh, is there always new things to watch, but also we're getting into the holidays. So there's a thousand Christmas movies to start watching now. But the the show that I just finished, I just finished it. I think it was last Friday uh, was Moduk on Hulu. Have you seen Moduk? No. I don't know OK, is. So it's the the Marvel character, you know. Modoc. Modoc, Modoc, however you say. Oh yeah, Mo- okay, yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't know we to Yeah, had so yeah, so it's one of the last non-MCU marvel shows so this does not connect at all whatsoever it is animated by seth green's production company stupid monkey i think is what it's called so it kind of has that robot robot chicken claymation style animation killer voice cast it's uh Patton oswald as modoc and then in the context of the show, he is married and has two kids. One of his kids is voiced by Ben Schwartz, oh. who, you know, is uh, Sonic the Hedgehog in oh. the live action Sonic movies. Yeah, he's, weird. um oh, he, he's got a reoccurring character on Parks and Rec. I can't think of his characters. Sean Rolfio. He's Sean Rolfio on Parks and Rec. Um, oh. And then his other Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. His other kid is voiced by Melissa Fumero, who was Amy Santiago in Brooklyn Nine Nine. So it's a really, it's very funny. That it's sounds great. Not only the animation style, but it also is very adult humor as well. Um, the my only complaint is, so Hulu greenlit three shows a few years ago that were non MCU shows. And I was, that was great. So far, they've been pretty good. Hitmonkey is another one with, worth going out of your way to find. But after they were greenlit, Marvel Studios immediately canceled everything because Disney Plus announced the MCU shows. So particularly oh. with MODOK, it ends on a cliffhanger and there's. At this point in time, I don't think there's any chance of a second season. So yeah, there is that. That is a bit annoying, but the rest of the show is really funny. Check it I out. I
0: still wish they would have made a season three of Runaways. That was a good show, too. Um, I've never
1: gotten around to that one.
0: Season one's much better than season two. But anyway, okay. I'm not going to chase this anymore. I'm going to go straight into today's episode. Where we're going to talk about How I Met Your Mother, the slap arc. That's what I'm calling it. There are eight major slaps. I think there are other slaps involved. There's an entire storyline involved around one character just slapping the, man, I need a beep button, out of another character. And it's just so satisfying every time. Because the thing with, so who it is is Marshall, who I think is the most lovable character in this CTV series. Yes. And for those who don't know, I Met Your Mother is just, it's a sitcom. It's, you know, like friends, any other like you know, group of people and they just kind of are doing life. It's not really, I feel like the premise really isn't anything astounding. It's how one character ends up meeting their kid's mothers that he's narrating to. So he's narrating the story. Um, but yeah, the most lovable character, the good friend that everybody just is like, oh, what a nice big cuddly bear kind of whatever. Um, wins a bet against the. A character that I don't think this stereotype is allowed to exist in TV anymore, who is just this um, F boy, if you will. You know, he's just you would assume he used to be a frat guy. He's all about the ladies screwing people over and works for a bank. He is the man. You find out that that's not necessarily all true, but, you know, you get the general premise. So one winning slap over the other is getting slapped the crap out of him throughout the show a total of eight times is just great. Like you spend seasons just anticipating, waiting for the next slap to come, and it's beautiful. So that's what we're gonna talk about. Sorry, I went on a tangent, but we're gonna we're gonna get we're gonna get more into it and explain that a little bit better. First, actually since this is Thanksgiving when this comes out, I did want to say thank you to all of our hosts. Um I want to offer thanks for our eleven and a half thousand followers right now um for the podcast. Like I it's incredible. That's mental. Yeah, when we started this, I think we had like twenty people following us, maybe, maybe, and that was with uh, ten hosts. So everybody pulled in two. <laughs> yeah, you know? woohoo! Yeah, we started this thing so low, and really wasn't necessarily high expectations. I obviously you always want what you create to do well, but I wouldn't have thought. Two and a half, three years ago that I, I would have been doing two different comic cons for this podcast or any of the other number of events or different stuff that we were able to do. So I'm just so thankful for our followers, our supporters, our fellow hosts and our former hosts who helped us get there, like Brandon. Um, I'm also very thankful for How I Met Your Mother. If y'all didn't know, I my favorite holiday is Thanksgiving. I get really into it. And I'm absolutely the guy who says, wait, we have to go around the table and everyone has to say what they're thankful for. So that's just something I do.
1: Brandon. What are you thankful for this season? What am I thankful for this season? Well, I am coming off of the loss of my grandfather just a week ago at the recording of this. And uh, actually, yeah, this time last week, I was finishing up writing the service. Um, So I am thankful just for the family that i still have i still have a lot of family members and it's growing that's the other thing i'm thankful for my one of my brothers is engaged there's the expectation of another one being engaged here soon as well so i am i'm thankful for family i'm thankful for uh just the fact that god continues to allow it to our family to grow and to see each other uh i'm thankful for the fact that uh well i don't have whatever crazy number you just said, of people listening to my seminary life. But I'm still thankful for the group of people who tune in week after week. And I'm thankful for you, Josh, and the other wonderful priests, the geeks here at SG, who continue to let me come back for some reason. I don't know <laughs> why. It is very flattering. It's but. uh it is the beard. It's really all I bring. To the table. beard. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, and I, I hope I didn't come off like I
0: was like, oh, we have this many followers, are like showing off. I like, I still. Oh feel no, like this no, is no. A smaller I mean, Small. That is worth celebrating. Yeah, but I'm just, I am, yeah, I'm glad That's, that we're able to yeah. be where we are. Um, and, you know, and then you know, I believe we're going to continue to grow and that kind of stuff too. Um, as far as like what what stuff I'm thinking before outside of you know the show stuff. Um, you know, yeah, it, it's it's hard family. Stuff around the holidays can be difficult. Um, you know, last year I yeah. lost my grandmother on one side and grandfather on the other side. And it kind of, the holidays weren't as hard la- like as as I thought they would be last year. Because everybody was in like, okay, we got to support each other mode. Like we all knew that it was going to hurt. I was like, you were prepared for it a little bit better. This year, hmm. it seems like, sure. it's not that the support's not there. It's just that it seems less conscious. And for me, that kind of... When it does come up, it just kind of hurts more because I realize we're not going to be with the whole family this year. We're not going to be mm. doing all that we always do. And, and part of that is because of, you know, sure. I got a new job and stuff that I'm thankful for. It's just also realizing, hmm, yeah, this can be a hard time. And I know it's a hard time for other people, too. So I'm thankful for the joy we're able to find in some of the dark moments, you know, that even though this mm. weekend's going to be tough, I also have David Tennant as the doctor coming back, you know. I know that's something silly and little. That is that is also <laughs> worth being thankful for. Yeah, so just <laughs> grabbing onto the things that are good. And um, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna be cheesy. I'm thankful for Thanksgiving, a season that reminds us to focus on these things <laughs> we're thankful for, rather than the things we're missing mm-hmm. and hurt by. And yeah, sometimes that's especially hard. And um, I'm sorry for anyone if this is like a touchy subject or anything like that. Um, yeah, but I think mm-hmm. it's worth acknowledging that. Yeah, this can be a hard time as well. With that, it can be. It can be. And one thing that would make hard times better is just slapping the crap out of your friends. So. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> oh man. So could you I, we've talked before about our love of the show. Um mm-hmm. let's, let's actually let's start there. Where, what is your connection to how I met your mother other than just this is a fun show? Is it particularly sure. meaningful for you or is it just uh this is just, you know, friends, how I met your mother, they're all just we like sitcoms
1: i mean there is a bit of that of we just like sitcoms my wife and i we prefer to watch and rewatch sitcoms we've been putting off restarting new girl for as long as we can i don't know how much longer we're going to be able to <laughs> hold out though um how i met your mother that is a good one how i met your mother um I would say of all the sitcoms, Seinfeld is probably still my favorite because it was on literally every day of my life, period. Hard stop. Uh, How I Met Your Mother, I started watching it when I was in college. Mm. And then it was one of the first shows that Claire and I watched when we got married Mm. uh, together. I mean, we had both seen it already. Um, So, yeah, I would say How I Met Your Mother stands out above friends and any of the other sitcoms though because of how it is written a lot of sitcoms are very just and then here's the next episode and here's what we're doing in this episode that's really what seinfeld is it's a show about nothing so it's just here's what we're doing today in this episode whereas how i met your mother is very narrative driven Mm -hmm. uh, particularly in the form of its callback jokes like we're discussing in this episode um it is also interesting to see the show age and over the course. Like you said, you start here with Barney at the beginning of the show, who is totally a uh, a character we can't have anymore. Uh, Schmidt in <laughs> yeah. New Girl kind of starts this way and they immediately change it. Um, and he Barney stays pretty consistent throughout the show, but you do see characters grow. You see how the show kind of changes yeah. focus at different points. Um But it's just very it's very well written for a sitcom sitcoms are normally it's one where these two people are going to start dating. And that's it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's weird because it's one where the very first episode I called how it was going to end. And nine seasons later, I I was right. I like being right. Just that to throw it out there, you know, but (laughs) but it was still how it still wasn't predictable. Even despite that, right? Like they, they took through all these turns. The plot mm-hmm. was deep. The, the level of interaction wasn't just, here's a new situation, ha some humor added in. Like there was, um, for all the big moments of my life, I go back to, mm-hmm. I met your mother and I know that's cheesy and whatever. And yes, I go to the Bible. I'm not saying this is my Bible. Um, mm-hmm. but, you know, I, I saw, found it in college. <laughs> I watched it all the way through with my brother. And then the night before my wedding, I couldn't sleep. And you know what I did? I watched every single wedding episode of How I Met Your Mother. And I actually changed my vows because of, spoiler alert, Barney's vows that he wrote for his wedding. I actually went, you know, Barney actually has a point. And yeah, it actually made me change things the night of my, like the night before my wedding. Um, When That's my insane. grandfather passed last year, I watched the entire season that where Marshall's dad died. And it's just like you're able to make these connections and somehow... It kind of pulls you through the anxiety of a wedding, the the deep hurt that you experience from loss, because it doesn't just sit there. It it adds hope. It adds humor. And it's like you're able to relate and connect and then kind of be lifted out. And it's just it's a beautiful show mm-hmm. in that way. I also every single year watch the slap series like I watch. Yeah, yeah all of these. I like these. And then the Bob's Burgers Thanksgiving episodes. They're like, that's my tradition. I have to watch all of these for Thanksgiving. It's a necessity. Nice, <laughs> that's good. Yeah. So with that, let's uh let's talk about let's talk about the slap set, the slap bet. Um, Brandon, breakdown. How did the slap bet? How did all of this get started with Marshall and Barney? Well,
1: what's interesting, if I remember correctly, is that the slap bet starts not connected to Thanksgiving, but connected to one of the other greatest reoccurring jokes. Robin in Sparkles. How I Met Your Mother. Robin Sparkles. <laughs> so. Robin, who's one of the friends in this group, for those of you who are unaware, um, it is discovered that there is a VHS tape of her that she doesn't want anybody to see. And Marshall and Barney make a bet over what the contents of said video is. Barney, of course, thinks it's porn. <laughs> I'm just. I mean, I'm just yeah. going to have to say, yeah. it, like Barney thinks it's an to adult. Be fair, film. Robin sparkles. Um, I get it. Rob, I get Sparkles. Where I with Sure. <laughs> and she's very protective of this video. She doesn't want anybody to see it. So they're obviously trying to lead you this direction of it's an adult film. <laughs> and they make a slap bet that whoever is correct gets to slap the other person. Yeah. Not that. kind. Also, I love Marshall part of it
0: where he's literally just his bet is
1: literally anything other than that. If it's anything else at all. <laughs> He wins. Now there's an important point to this reveal of what is on the video because they put it in and it starts off like a very stereotypical oh, yeah. adult. Like you're film. actually a
0: little afraid of what they might show. Like or you're not show you, you your
1: think role. it's going to be that. <laughs> and Barney turns and immediately slaps Marshall God, to claim so his reward. But then Robin <laughs> says what if i sing you a song and the big reveal is that robin sparkles robin used to be a canadian pop star which with three hits which are three (laughs) other really great episodes each episode one of them being a song about going to the mall let's go which every time you go to the mall today today (laughs) so because of this Not only was Marshall right, and the fact that Barney slapped him early, the slap bet commissioner, which was one of the other friends, Lily, determined that Marshall Marshall's wife, by the way, determined that Marshall would get five slaps for whatever he could use at his discretion. And that is how we start this narrative of the slap bet leading up to slaps giving.
0: It's so funny because Marshall does slap him here once. And and I think actually, yeah, Barney was given the option. And this is actually going to be some of the more interesting Mm. theological stuff. And yes, I'm going to pull theological stuff out of this. uh, Was Barney was given the option that like he could have been slapped 10 times right then or five times. But it could be at any point in time whenever. And Barney makes the, I will say, completely idiotic decision. Like, yeah, five is less. I'll go with that. Not knowing what dojos
1: and training Marshall would find to become the world's greatest slapper. That's one of my favorite episodes.
0: That is so is funny.
1: The training episode. That is much gold. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man.
0: Well, we're going to get there. We're going to get there. The second slap was because Barney. Um, un- That's two. Oh, man. <laughs> Oh, man, it was so funny. The second one, Barney was, for some reason, they all went to see something Lily did. And he was like, wow, that was awful. That stunk. And they were all upset because he's breaking the social norms. You're not allowed to tell your friend their play or whatever sucks. And he's like, oh, yeah. But if I did right. one, I could get you all, just to tell me that it sucks." I'm like, no, we're all too polite for that. We wouldn't do that to you. So naturally, <laughs> Barney puts on the world's
1: absolute worst play ever. Moist, moist, <laughs> yeah. moist, well, we just moist. That was
0: like a whole scene. In the <laughs> oh, man, it was so funny. And then they all gave up and said he was right. And he was genuinely sad because he planned out several hours more of awful content. So they all proceeded to sit there and watch him continue to do it out of kindness because he really wanted to do it. And eventually, of course, Marshall uses his next slap. Just gets up on stage and just slaps the crap out of Oh man. Then we come to Slapsgiving, my favorite holiday. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. And I, the episodes, several episodes ahead of time, they start building this up where Marshall is, he's go, they keep talking about their Thanksgiving party and Marshall just keeps going to Slapsgiving. They're like, I can't wait for our Thanksgiving. Get to get Slapsgiving. <laughs> And Barney's like, "Wait, what? Yes, on Thanksgiving at exactly six o'clock, you will be slapped across the face."
1: Right? Doesn't he even
0: send him the link to a countdown? He sends a website at one point. It's like an in-credit Marvel scene where Barney's opening up an email link, and it's just a website that says this timer until Barney gets slapped. (laughs) Oh god, it was fantastic. He he did the hand turkeys that we see in the video here. (laughs) Then he posts everywhere. Mm -hmm. He's like, "Yeah, Slapsgiving." Oh, man. So, Brandon, you want to tell everyone what happens yeah. at Giving? There was a wonderful gift of kindness that people passed around this holiday.
1: Wonderful gift. I'm trying to remember because it's Kevin been a Jones while since fun. I've watched these. Is this the one where Robin shows up with a date yeah. and Ted thinks that he looks like a very <laughs> old man when he really wasn't? Yeah. And Barney decides to just like storm out and leave. He's like, I'm not just going <laughs> to sit here and wait to be slapped. Wasn't that? Yeah. That's this yeah. one, right? Okay.
0: Yeah. Uh, oh, wait, that's right. There's two Givings. There's, there's two. There's two slaps. See, so, yeah, this one, Barney yes. leaves and eventually Lily says, nope, there's no Slaps on Thanksgiving. You know, you're dishonoring the holiday, whatever. And then Barney still ends up doing something terrible enough that he ends up Getting slapped anyway, and she says you can slap him, <laughs> and he does <laughs> immediately. That's that's the slap, good slap. Um, Slaps giving two, two is is a fun one for me because Marshall, in in the spirit of kindness and forgiveness, wants to give someone a gift, so he starts with asking permission and getting permission to give one of his slaps away as a gift. Someone else gets to slap Barney. Oh, right. <laughs>
1: to Ted or Robin, right?
0: Yeah, well, originally, I think it was going to be to Lily's dad because her and her dad had this huge outing. And then her dad tried to give it to her mm. and she couldn't do it. And then was like, I'll give it to either Ted or Robin. And they kind of had a debate on which one of them most deserved to slap Barney. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because
1: uh because wh- everyone has a reason to slap barney oh yeah yeah
0: i mean he's a pig he basically tricked lily into a situation where she was going to have to show barney her her breast at one point um that was a whole yeah, thing yeah yeah because he he just he learned how to do the japanese like kibachi grill stuff hibachi yeah yeah <laughs> like he spent like to win years a- just to make a bet that he couldn't do it and then get up and do it. Long play. Yeah. yeah. Um, see, I'm trying to think of all the terrible things he did to everybody. He he stuck Marshall with an awful job. He's seriously, why are they friends with this guy? He he dated Ted's <laughs> ex. Ted's ex was Robin. So obviously Robin has reasons not to like him. <laughs> right. like, they all had plenty of reason at this point. It's kind of confusing. There was the one time.
1: There was the one time Barney claimed Ted's identity and partied around town (laughs) as Ted.
0: Because he wanted to prove that Architect was such a good pickup line.
1: Yes. Yes. Oh,
0: man. Yeah. So I don't even I don't think anybody actually took it. I think Marshall slapped him again, didn't he?
1: I think Marshall ends up taking it.
0: Yes. And that's when we finally get the song. Or it might have been on the first lap. One of them is when we get the. So, yes uh, could you please give our best rendition of you've just been slapped
1: <laughs> man i could i don't know if i could do yeah, that no because he just it's describes just so the feeling of what it feels like to be slapped in the face yeah, the like face, you know, your my cheeks friend. turning red yeah you just been slapped
0: yeah it really yeah. just yeah. happened <laughs> just sl- yeah god i, I think uh, that's also see it's funny because this was just like a little inside group thing, and then eventually it escalates. <laughs> the last slap—I think the last slap happens—is it the day of or the day before Barney's wedding? Barney ends up marrying Robin. Everybody, big shock! But Be sh- there's more shocks shock. past that.
1: It's it's yeah, I think so. It's like right there. It's in that last season, or it's oh. in that wedding season. Well, I'm pretty sure.
0: So once more, Marshall builds up the slap, and he tells a story how he prepared for the last slap. Brandon, could you break down this story for everybody of what all Marshall did or what all you remember? Because I don't remember
1: all of it. So basically, (laughs) it, it follows this narrative. We've all heard this narrative before. Basically, Marshall goes on a spiritual journey to some mystical land, probably Tibet or something like that. I can't remember exactly. To learn the ultimate slap like this as a, like this ancient martial art move um and in the what's great about this little story that he tells is that he runs into versions of all of the characters well, and barney just keeps saying no you're making this all up <laughs> you're making this all up and because <laughs> they're like no i didn't go i didn't go and barney's just not <laughs> believing any of this up until oh, the point man. where they're sitting in mclaren's bar where they always go for drinks and the rec the jukebox won't play any music so marshall goes over you know the old trick of you know you kind of bump the jukebox yeah. and then it starts playing he goes to smack it and <laughs> it breaks in half from the power of his oh, slap <laughs> funny too and then the bartender walks over it's one of my favorite lines the bartender (laughs) walks over and marshall goes i have much gold (laughs) he holds up this little bag and he goes i have much gold to to fix it and the bartender takes it shakes it and goes (laughs) that is much gold it's one of my favorite Um, lines i say it randomly it's, it's
0: just it's wonderful because it really starts off and for those who don't know barney throughout the whole show tells these stories and they're never true it's like Barnicus back when he met Spartacus and <laughs> the first bros of ancient Roman. You know, like Barney does this kind yeah. of stuff the whole show. So it's the same kind of style where Marshall's telling his story. So you think that Marshall's just doing what Barney always does. And he's like, he went to one master to learn speed and one last to learn control because his slap was simply too powerful. <laughs> and so forget, one it's of ridiculous. them did give him a little, you know, thing of gold. So it goes through this whole yes. story and you're just assuming it's one of those stories, like Barney stories. Nope. <laughs> Which really raises a lot of questions. Did Marshall travel out <laughs> of country to learn the best slap? Is that canon?
1: Is that canon? Did this really <laughs> happen? The iron fist of yeah, the just... of how I met your mother now with the the slap.
0: Oh man, it's just it truly is like did he did he go here did he go to the giant hand mountain
1: really is that real i really hope so wasn't um, there a point where he gets more slaps for some yeah, reason because yeah, he ends up adding why. three but i don't remember why because it does end up being eight sure wish i, don't I knew why, why now he's awarded three for some reason but these are like the main yeah the main points yeah. In the story, yeah. there are lots of episodes. They're all entertaining,
0: and they're all just around a simple slap bet. But I, it, it does the question that it. Well, first, let's. Uh, what a beautiful slap that last one literally just sends him <sighs> flying. His face mm. is shining red, and Marshall gets boys <laughs> to men to come and sing the slap song in the show. And not only is it just a in the show thing, you can actually go to Spotify and download. Boys to Men's version. Of you just been slapped. <laughs> and I, had That's that a, I had that as I had that as a ringtone for a little while. Every time my brother called, <laughs> you just been slapped. That's a good one. <laughs> it was like, wow, I just can't believe how I met your mother. Convinced the Boys to Men, they need to sing about
1: Marshall slapping Barney that hard. Well, it's not the first celebrity cameo <laughs> that they got. That was. Yeah. Brilliant! Was so, that that show Regis is a good one. Obviously, they're the originators of the whole Karate Kid. Uh, the bully is actually oh, yeah. the hero of the Karate Kid movie. Ralph Macchio, bad guy. Like like <laughs> Cobra Kai is basically based off of a joke from how Cobra I Met your Kai mother. is just based on Barney insisting really really hard. No,
0: he is the good guy, <laughs> and somehow Ted manages to convince him to show up for Barney's. <laughs> Bachelor.
1: Party. Also, Barney's
0: dad may be Bob Barker. We are unsure. <laughs> oh man, I love this show. I love the series. I love the slaps. They're so funny. But also, it, it did actually make me wonder, Brandon. Yeah. Is it worse to know when it's going to happen or not? Like, if we went to the first slaps giving, is it actually mm-hmm. scarier if you open up an email from Marshall that says <laughs> you're going to be slapped at exactly this time? Here's a
1: countdown. Or is it worse to not know it's coming? Um, I don't know. I think knowing is better. I think for me, knowing is better. (laughs) Because at least then I, like, can anticipate it. Which goes back to when the bet was first made. And Barney is given this choice. Like, yeah, you take the 10 right in a row. Because even though you're going to be, like, wincing, you're not going to even feel it by the time you get to number 8 or (laughs) 9. Like... (laughs) and it's over yeah. it's done we never have to do this again um whereas to know that at any point somebody out there could just slap to you because tibet. you're being a little bit of you can travel to, to tibet learn the just to slap you because you're just a little bit of an arse like <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh man i don't i actually so don't know i think i'd rather not know yeah, Rather I, not I think know? now not in the first instance, the first instance where you're just given 10 immediately or five whenever mm-hmm. not 10 immediately. Sure. That is the correct Ten answer because it's over one and done. Don't ever have to think about it again. But once it's five whenever, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, like, I feel like having it. Lo- oh, man, it's just so hard because having it loom over you is scary. But something about like mm-hmm. the timer just being there. Like, I feel like I would over anticipate like it would probably make the slap itself worse. But I feel like the fear leading up to it would be so overblown in my head that that might be worse torture than the slap itself. I mean, that's the point, too. I feel like, <laughs> you know, yeah, like if it were me, Marshall had me. Uh, that's uh, man. He got me. <laughs> 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 oh, man. So, yeah. So if God were to give you a choice. Oh, boy. Right now, judgment day, or we have no idea when judgment day is going to come.
1: Where are you going, Bri- Well, that's interesting. Um, because we know which one was chosen. <laughs> <laughs> man, yeah, I'm gonna go. Well, that, yeah, that is interesting because now I'm thinking <laughs> the other way, yeah, like because now I'm thinking the other way of not knowing. Because, like, if it's right, I guess the difference though is the fact that we're talking about everybody. Are we talking about my judgment day or like judgment day, oh, no, the, the day of the Lord? Day. Then, yeah, no, I'm I'm leaning more towards the, the, I don't know answer. Like that's what you prefer. Because if it's right now, that's what I would prefer. Because if it's right now, I think that puts a lot of weight on the whole, well, not everybody's ready.
0: Now, to be <laughs> clear, I don't think God's actually letting us choose.
1: Right. But, oh, yeah. But if sure. he had,
0: yeah, I don't know. I don't know either. I think I have to still go with I'd rather not know, but that's understanding. There's a lot of people I know, a lot of people who listen to the show even who had a lot of spiritual trauma around stuff like the Left Behind movies of this idea that you might come home and mommy and daddy are just going to be gone, and it's because you're a sinner and they're not, you know. And um, but like it's like it's I'm not of,
1: laughing at people who yeah, have no, that trauma. No. I guess the I movie itself the premise letter. is silly, but the actual yeah. like yeah, what yeah,
0: yeah. effect it had on people, yeah, that was terrible. Yeah. Rapture anxiety is a real thing. Yeah. And it's something that, like, if you're not evangelical and you didn't grow up in the 90s, you might have no idea what we're talking about. <laughs> but for us, I mean, there were times that, like, my friend didn't go to school that day and I was like, is he gone? Is this it? Was he the right. only good we one? All have, of all of
1: us? We all had that one moment when we were like, wait a second. Yeah. Where's everybody? Yeah. Which why am I here?
0: Which is challenging because, like, I know a lot of people that truly is what you believe. You don't want to cause trauma for people. Mm -hmm. But if that's really what you believe, you kind of have to tell people what it is that you believe about the end times. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like, do we? Yeah, it's one of those where I don't know how I don't think I judge people for causing that trauma. But at the same time, it's like, yeah, that is traumatizing. I won't deny that it's traumatizing. But also, I, I think I equally dislike the idea of people hiding their belief from us
1: sure yeah it, i don't think rapture anxiety and the trauma that those forms of media caused in a lot of believers lives was at all intentional barring maybe uh what's the one from the 70s um oh shoot what's that movie called Left behind. <laughs> not left behind no <laughs> sorry um deep in the night Thief in the night Ooh. um it, it's before us yeah um but this one was more so like intended to creep you out and to kind of make you... I wouldn't go as far as to say it's that Thief in the Night is a scary horror movie, but it's creepy. And I, I think it's done purposefully yeah. left behind. I don't even want to go into Omega Code because Omega Code <laughs> has all kinds of. Yeah, there's yeah, not, not really. a secret code in the Bible. Stop trying to do that. Yes. Yeah. Um, but I don't think Left Behind was intending to try and cause this like trauma, but also like this was inevitable, like Thanos, yeah of like if you're going to depict this kind of a of a theology where at any given moment everyone's just gonna everyone who believes is just gonna disappear and the result of all of that is going to be mass chaos and destruction because people driving cars planes doing other things yeah. are just not going to be there, to do it anymore. And now there's all this mass historic hysteria and death on top of it. Like, yeah, that's going to do something to a person. Yeah. Um, and if that is you, you know, I, I kind of hold my end times theology very loosely mm-hmm. because it's just, it's yeah difficult. And there are so many, so many different views when it comes to the end times and honestly, if, once you loosen your grip enough to not just say pre-tribulation rapture theology, once you can loosen your grip enough and give everybody a chance to just hear them out, you realize that like, oh, there's so many different versions because they all have yeah. very biblical support to each one of them, you know? So that is to say, if you believe in rapture theology, like, that's to you. Yeah. I don't think you're trying to cause trauma, no. although there probably are some people out there who are using it like a hellfire and brimstone style sermon. But, like, yeah, yeah, that's end times theology, man. It gets complicated. Oh, yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. It, it's, it's weird. It's, um, I don't agree with that theology specifically. I'm kind of a soft universalist and I'm really iffy on that. I just kind of, you know, I believe God can bring all things to himself and wants to bring all things to himself. So it's hard for me to believe that he, he won't, especially when just as all have sinned, just as all will be saved. Man, that sure sounds okay. pretty similar in the same sentence there, Paul. Um, <laughs> okay. And, and you know, I'm not sure on any of this. What, what I do know is that I have that God is love himself and that he's not going to create a universe where you don't have hope. So if whatever you believe is taking hope from you i do not believe it is of god that is not to say you can't believe in the rapture and all that other stuff but i think if you're believing that and think that you have no hope and one day everyone will be gone and you're just gonna be left behind well god's a god of hope so i don't think it's gonna go down exactly that way I, i believe he's holding out for everyone who will believe or so that they have the chance to decide to believe all that kind of stuff um I'm not going to tell you what to believe about your end time theology. I'm just going to tell you that God is a God of hope.
1: Yeah, but I will also add to that. I don't know if correlation probably is the right word to use here, at least in my own life. Mm -hmm. And if this is you, you you know, drop in the comments and let us know. But I have had those times where, like we said, where it's like, oh, where is everybody? Somehow did I get left behind? Well, I've been a Christian, you know, since I was a small child. So the fact that I'm thinking that, Doesn't make sense. But I also was that Christian who, at various points in my life, questioned my salvation Mm -hmm. and reprayed that prayer, you know, what prayer I'm talking about, the prayer that we all are supposed to pray. And that's oftentimes where that, uh, those kind of thoughts go to is like, well, maybe I didn't pray that prayer correctly, you know? And I wonder, I don't know if there's any actual studies out there on this. I wonder if how many believers are like that, where it was like, you repeatedly prayed for your salvation because you were scared. You prayed it wrong. Yeah. And also constantly freaking out that somehow you missed the rapture because everybody just happened to walk out of the room at the same time.
0: Yeah, no, I yeah, I think that's real. I think that God's got a God of mercy if you sin every now and then. And, oh, man, have I prayed prayer forgiveness since the last time I watched porn? That's not how God works. He loves you. He's sure. working with you. He knows you're going to make mistakes. He's not going to be like, I'm doing the rapture right here. Oh, man, sucks that you just told your lie right before then didn't get that prayer in real quick. Oh no, yeah, you know, like that's God's right. not gonna do that. Um also this might be a conversation for another day, but I wonder if there's like a like almost culture wide imposter syndrome amongst like evangelical Christians where we kind of don't feel like we belong in God's grace. Like, am I really saved? Can I really be a Christian? Yes. I'm terrible. Yes, that is
1: true. I'm going to go with yes for a hundred, Alex, or whoever hosts the show now. Like, yeah, no, I think that is a, without going too far down that trail. Yeah. I think a lot of evangelicals probably struggle with some form of imposter syndrome. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, this, you know, talking about the, the, uh, you know, the trauma that, and, this form of end time theology causes i mean that kind of goes to like the extreme forms of calvinism yeah. on you know total depravity and all that type of stuff of like really beating yourself down where i don't know i think there's a healthier way to think of ourselves at times oh, yeah. and that's coming from a guy who is a calvinist who is on the <laughs> calvinist spectrum nowhere f- and nowhere to the extreme <laughs> and an existentialist yeah. um oh man and a whole bunch of things that don't add up, but and that's why we love you.
0: That and the beard. Um, going full circle here. The but the um yeah. What's funny is I don't want to get into it now, but I think this conversation of would you want to know or not goes to all kinds of trauma. Like for some reason, the first one I jumped to was revelation. But I mean, even thinking like in my own life with my car accident where I like died. Basically, it's like, would it have right. been better if I knew it was going to happen? Like if I knew, hey, tomorrow you're going to be an accident and you're not going to be able to do anything for a year. You're going to be unconscious, basically. I mean, I think in mm-hmm. some ways yeah, I would have prepared, better, I would have done everything else. But man, I, the fear, the fear of knowing what's going to happen. Like I truly I would have had no idea that I was capable of going through everything I went through. Like, I just don't think I could have handled that much anxiety or fear. Or uh, would you rather know the exact hour a loved one's going to pass away? Oh, well, man.
1: Yeah. I mean, we just got through this period of losing my grandfather and it was this, you know, when people get into hospice and I guess I'll pause right here. If this is too much for somebody, use that skip button right now. When somebody gets into a hospice situation, all bets and science are off. Like it's just going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. And everyone, it's just an estimate. Everything is an estimate. So they said a week ended up being eight days. Oh. But all along the way, it was kind of like probably by the end of the week, but probably also means it could be in five minutes, yeah. you know? And it is just kind of this like dread. It is a dread of when is the call going to finally come, you know? Yeah. And... To know, hey, it's going to come Sunday morning while you're feeding your son breakfast. Mm. Like, I don't know. I think if I would have known, I probably at least would have said, hey, Claire, can you feed him breakfast so I can like stand here and hold my phone and wait for the call? Um, But I think it's also one of these things where this can't be a universally taken thing. I think it has to be a case by case, person by person hypothetical scenario, because There may be someone out there It's like, no, I don't want to know. I want to be able to spend as much time as possible with this person rather than just knowing, oh, it's going to be over on Sunday morning, you know.
0: I'm going to wrap this around and try and make this somewhat practical after doing all these hypotheticals. But um, I actually had with my own, I had two grandfathers passed um, in the last like seven ish years. Mm -hmm. I don't remember exactly when everything happened.
1: I know. I think the first time we did a How I Met Your Mother episode was when... uh, your grand one of your grandfathers passed away wow that's what timing
0: um man but because you were watching yeah no that okay so yeah that that must have been the most recent one um what's weird is the one seemingly came out of nowhere the Mm. other one he was in hospice for a week and the thing with that was i stayed there almost all night the night before you passed but at that point they're not really conscious they're not fully there you know again this is too much for everybody i hope you're still skipping um, the other one who seemingly came out of nowhere, it was weird the night before I woke up in the middle of the night and just prayed. And I just, I knew I was getting bad news the next day. And I was weirdly enough mm. meeting with all the pastor from the church that I was volunteering at at the time. And they got the call with the news to tell me And it was just, mm-hmm. it, it was odd how all that happened. And even the last time I spoke to him, he gave a really heartfelt thing of like how he felt about me and where he wanted to see my life go and all this stuff. And it's kind of like. That one was out of nowhere, but what was it? You know, like it was like question mark? How sure. You know sure. It, it kind of seemed like he might have had a hint
1: somehow. Some form of a premonition. Yeah. yeah. Happens sometimes. Yeah,
0: and I think really in the end, what it comes down to is whether you know or don't know, you you don't know. Like I like I, I know that sounds dumb, but even if you're given a clock of exactly when someone's gonna pass away, you don't truly know when it's too late, until after it's too late. Like even if it's like, oh, next week it's gonna happen. Well, at that point, there's a lot of time you already lost, you know. And that's just not like with people. Like with my True. accident, at that point, you know, I I did have some brain damage. You know, I used my intellect for what I was gonna use it for, and you know, what I did with my talent, with my time, was what I did with my talent and my time. And I think having that timer might have mm-hmm. made me more anxious or whatever else, but I don't think it would have changed anything. I think maybe the important thing is. Always live as if you never know what's going to happen because you never know what's going to happen. And even if you did know, you don't know what it's going to be like or how it's going to go down or any of those kind of things. And since you don't know all of those things, it's always better to just what's the one verse? Don't let the sun go down on your anger. Like, I think that's just in general, like Mm -hmm. live as if the day is everything.
1: And hope you're not in an infinite loop situation where you have to somehow figure out how to stop whatever the thing is that's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. That would be bad. That's a joke to try and pick things up. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. We did go very much down the trauma hole here,
0: but uh, yeah, no, I mean, you know, don't make that joke. If you don't want it to be the last joke, don't be angry. If you want it to be the last, you know, that could be your last conversation with the person. Maybe not because they left or lost or anything else, but maybe it's just literally just happens to be the last time you'll talk for any other number of reasons, you know? They might often be sent from the FBI on a secret mission the next day. Who knows?
1: <laughs> There's a Christmas episode of How I Met Your Mother where at the very end, Barney does kind of this like infomercial kind of ending where he goes, hey, kids, <laughs> we've had a lot of laughs here today. Yeah. And it's important that we remember to take care of people in need this holiday season. So bang somebody in need. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you to do that, but maybe this is, yeah. you know, we're, it's holiday season. We're all feeling very sentimental by this point in the episode. So why don't you just, you've got your phone right there as you're listening to this episode, probably. Yeah. I don't know people who actually <laughs> use laptops to listen to podcasts, yeah, but you have your phone right there, probably. And go ahead and just text somebody that you're thankful for them, that you love them, whatever you need to say, say something to someone right now. Yeah. I think that's a good place to
0: this. Yeah. And if you know that you have some talent or some passion or anything like that, don't put it off. Not because we think you're going to die tomorrow or the rapture might happen, but just don't put it off because there's just living in the moment. I think is just sound advice. Like I don't think it has to be because of trauma or because of a rapture or because you might mm. be slapped the next day or anything like that. <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah, I think it's just wise to yeah. live in the moment. Live in the moment, and if you're like eh, that, doesn't sound biblical. Ecclesiastes. <laughs> that's the point. Like the point is enjoy your life and enjoy God. So yes, you can. Contrary to what certain Christian hedonists will tell you. Sorry, did I say that? Um, <laughs> uh, contrary to what certain can't John Piper out you, on the episode. <laughs> he's one of the eleven thousand people <laughs> listening. Um, that would be the ultimate. <laughs> that swerve would be so Oh, man. I have to catch up on all of this content I've been <laughs> neglecting for throughout my entire life. Oh, Contrary man. to what certain theologians will tell you, it is okay to enjoy your life, the simple mm-hmm. pleasures of life, and to, as Josh is saying as well, to use your time, to use your talents, to serve others, and to enjoy what you can. Be thankful
0: for what you have, for who you have, in the moment that you're in right now. Thanksgiving, kill the turkey. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Thank you for loving me. Thank you for being here.
0: <laughs> uh, well, with that, let's go ahead. Jump to our wrap up. I feel like it's a little sudden, but it always was going to be. Once you start talking about trauma, there isn't a good transition. Sorry, everybody. Uh, but if you will, you can subscribe to our show on Captivate or Patreon or on the Anazal Ministries podcast, the AMP Network on apple podcast for one final question we're going to do after the episode um you know also come hang out with us on discord we'll talk more about drama if you want <laughs> the conversation never has to end um and for recommendations it never does in my household <laughs> <laughs> oh man recommendations um Alyssa Wong. long i heard her at mc comic con started getting into her short stories different stuff like that we're going to be talking about some short stories soon but i want to recommend her iron Ooh. fist um, I picked up the trade bag, Ooh. and man, it's it's pretty good. So highly recommend. I
1: don't know if yeah, I've read that that's one. I might like, get it. it. I like Iron Fist. Alyssa of my favorite. Uh, uh, what my recommendation is? Uh, I've been on the show a couple times since I started this, but I don't know if I've ever plugged it. So I'm going to do a shameless uh. self plug for my recommendation. I have a Instagram page called Going Collecting, Ooh. where I highlight stuff that i'm getting for my various geeky collections if you like geek content i'm assuming you You do then go follow the uh, go follow the page again it's going collecting Mm -hmm. what's fun though is that not only is it a space to highlight just like the fun geeky things i'm finding and buying and adding to my comic book collection record collection whatever uh it's also a space for mental health conversations so i post stuff about um you know, right now for the month of th- uh, month of November, I'm posting stuff that I'm thankful for, uh, because being thankful is a good way to kind of reframe yeah. uh, your mindset when it comes to, you know, when you're feeling depressed, anxious, whatever. Um, sometimes I also post stuff of like self-care tips, things like that. So go check it out. Go and collect it. Mm, man. And it's look. only on Instagram. This is not also like a podcast, a YouTube channel, a blog. Like, seriously, it's just. On Instagram.
0: Also check our Instagram out. We need more people on there to see Will's weekly polls.
1: Please rate and review the show on PodChaser, or
0: Spotify, or Apple Podcast. Um, you know you can subscribe to our show on YouTube. Hit that like button. Smash the like button, as Will would say, so you can get some extra special YouTube exclusive content, like the comic book ketchup, manga mustard, or drinks with Tegis. And of course, we need y'all to do one very important thing. And remember, we're all a chosen people, a geekum of priests.